Good evening, talking fight fans around the world. Yes, you've got Mike and myself here again for another Friday night panel, and nobody else. <laughs> of course, man, you know the diehards right here. But, 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 as we have done since day one, we will talk boxing, and uh, we'll start off with a couple of events that are happening. One happening right now, apparently. Yeah, just started. All right. Yeah, man, definitely, uh, guys, ladies, gentlemen, talking fight fans around the world, get ready for some action starting right now on a platform near you that is the irresistible to wbc wba unified world championship kim claval versus plata this is gonna be a good one i'm uh yeah plata 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 yes jessica plata jessica or is jessica plata my guess would be Jessica Platica. Yeah, no, it's 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 actually it's actually Jessica Neri Plata. But yeah, Kim Claval, Jessica Neri Plata, Light Flyweight Title Unification Showdown, live on ESPN Plus. Live coverage from Laval, Canada, begins 7 p.m. So right now. Well, they're competing. Uh, they're competing against us, are they? Yeah, they're competing against us. Um, you know, but the prelims, right? Like, not too many people watch them. I watch them. So that I can bring all these wonderful people out here, these wonderful prospects that I continue to follow and you know throw it there to everybody to watch because you know they win. <laughs> 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 Which we will talk about. Okay, so Claval Plata undercard boats will stream live exclusively in the US on ESPN plus at 7 p.m. Eastern. Claval, who is 16 and 0 with three KOs, won the Pat Tillman Award for service at the 2020 SB Awards after putting her boxing career on hold to return to nursing during the start of COVID-19 pandemic. She came wow. back in July of 2020, shutting out Natalie Gonzalez over eight rounds inside the MGM Grand Bubble. Claval dominating long-reigning champion Yesenia Gomez last July to win the WBC title, uh, seizing her first world title opportunity. Claval and Plata were scheduled to fight in December, but Claval had to withdraw with the flu. Plata, who was 28 and 2 with three KOs from Mexico City, won her world title last March with a split decision over Argentina's Jessica Ball. So, this one. What are you thinking here? Um, I like our girl, Kim Clavel. Although yeah. support the uh, the Canadians. Um, but uh, did you say Jessica Bop was on this card? Uh, no, no, no. That's oh. uh, that's who um plata won uh, last march uh, 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 with a split decision was over argentina as jessica bob because jessica bob is right up there with avril Mathy. oh yeah okay. <laughs> oh believe me i know in terms of boxing skills in a bikini all right yeah uh if i were a betting man i'd be betting on uh, kim clavel to win that but i think she's probably heavily, heavily favored so uh probably no point in betting uh <laughs> <laughs> it's probably it's probably like bet 1200 to win 100 bucks right right <laughs> like ridiculous yeah um you know this is gonna be a good one um you know 16 and 0 kim clavel jessica yep. mary plata 28 and 2 yep you know the two straps on the line that light fly titles um this is gonna be a good one and uh you know clavel she's coming off that wonderful 
wonderful win against uh, Yasnia, uh, Yasnia Gomez, uh, which was back, um, wow, July. She's been in the ring since July, man. Wow. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a while since she's been in there. Uh, Gomez was 19-5-3 going into that fight. Uh, about won that by unanimous decision. Uh, yeah, so definitely she's uh, she's going to have her hands full tonight. Uh, jumping in the ring with uh, Jessica Neri Plata, who, uh, you know, is almost doubled the amount of time she's been in the ring as our uh, our, our Canadian, Kim Clavel. But nonetheless, I do I do have faith in our girl. Holy crap, champ, how you doing? I didn't know you seen me because you didn't say nothing. <laughs> He's too busy talking. Hey, happy belated birthday. Yes, true. Thank you very much. <laughs> what, what, what do you know? 43? <laughs> I just sat around on that day, too. Just sat around, and um, I worked out the day before. You deserved it. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you deserved it. And so what happened, um, if I don't, like, if I'm running around, like, in South, like, in Philly and stuff like that, I'm going to forget. So two two weeks in a row. I forgot to come on. And I said, oh, God, I've been on. I think I got to just stick to because I've been training real good. I've been training. Um, my weight is doing like that, but I'm definitely going to try to get into the 30s. There's just a little bit of wine here, you know, and and working yeah. hard. And Shania have driving me crazy. So <laughs> my daughter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well I said, oh, last time I forgot. Two times in a row. The one time you wasn't on. One time the no, no, the, the one time I just missed you, Tim. I just missed you. I got tired. Well, the of show to... was it, it was a show that day. Yeah, I was just tired to listen to myself talk for twenty five minutes and. <laughs> but I went on and couldn't get on though. Yeah, no, I just signed off, and then you came into the green room, and then oh. our producer kind of was like looking somewhere else, and then realized that you were there. And... Okay. Yeah. Um. But this this fight tonight, guys, this is gonna be a good one. Like, what's the fight? What is the fight? Uh, Claval versus Plata. Okay. Uh, this one's for the unified light fly titles, uh, the WBA and the what did I say before? The WBA and getting old. Never <laughs> oh, <laughs> mind. Uh, WBC, WBA and WBC titles actually. Um, this, you know, Kim Claval sitting fourth in that light fly division in the world. Jessica Neri Plata is the number one sitting there with that crown. Um, just under her, Yocasta Valle. And then, uh, you know, our friend there, Jessica Yolanda Bop is sitting number three. So, you know, Kim uh, Kim stepping up for this one. You know, come, coming up to uh, challenge, challenge for that crown of the light fly division, uh, which I can't wait, man. It's going to be a good one. It just kicked off, guys. So make sure... You check that one out. You're not going to want to miss it. Uh, it's got some great undercard action as well. Write it down on your piece of paper because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been doing this. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been um, uh, getting affiliated with with martial art guys and 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 doing boxing videos too. I've been doing them all week, trying to we trying to you know critique these uh, these uh, videos and stuff that tell them what they're doing to try to help them out and stuff. So I was doing a lot of that too. All this week, we're trying to build the YouTube channel up. That's great. So, so, so you talking about different fights now? I'm starting to learn about. I learned, I know these two other fighters, but I, I forgot already. Two good <laughs> boxers. They um 
what are they, middleweights? Um, and um, one of them's undefeated. One, the other guy could have, I think he won the fight, but they gave it to the guy with the braids. What's his hair? A black guy. I'm gonna get it together, guys. I'm gonna be better. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking the fight last weekend? Uh, it was talking about the weekend. Well, you remember when, when, um, are you talking, are you um, talking Davis Garcia? No. On Tank Davis card. Did you see? Did you? Oh, on the Tank Davis card? Yeah, the ones before that. Stacked. That card was stacked. Yeah, I watched them. I watched them. Yeah, so who's the, what's his name? The guy with the braids. Boo Boo. I think he he got knocked down one time. Uh, DeAndre? I think, yeah, I had to write stuff down. Boo Boo, Boo Boo DeAndre, yeah. And what's the other guy's name? Uh, yo, we had so on that card was it was a good card. It's it was the best card that I've seen, and you know what? Everybody's gonna have to step it up to uh to really top that one, man. That was that was some serious shit. <laughs> Andres, what's his name? Andres. Yeah, Andres. I mean, he Andres. Yep. He got knocked down, right? Or he fell down. Kinda, he won the fight. Yeah, he, won yeah, the he, fight. He, he did. He did. He did. But he won the fight, and uh, you know that was his first his first time up at one sixty eight. So, oh, used to talk about him a lot. Used yeah. to talk about yeah, him. He, he had just moved up to one sixty eight for that, and he was showing us oh, that he uh, he's definitely he definitely has what it takes to be in that division. He's undefeated. Uh, he's undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We also we also right. had we also had Jaron Boots Ennis on that card. Yeah. So Ennis on that, that fight. That, that was a huge. That was a huge card. They stepped it up. They're uh, honestly, they're they're the undercard, the undercard was just as good. Like the guys yeah. that were on the undercard was amazing. Defense is just as important or just as beautiful to watch as offense. And these guys like that. Imagine having both. You know, the best defense is the offense. I don't like that. I don't like that. I like to know both of them. Just because I know a little bit of defense, you know, I'm yeah. but I don't see a lot of defense with none of these young guys, man. You know what, um, Graham? Did you did you end up seeing that card last weekend? No, no. And- I was, I was hey, Graham! Oh, that's right. You you. What's the matter with you? Hey, <laughs> they didn't have boxing where I was. <laughs> Oh, honestly, I wish I was there. <laughs> what, what, what an awesome card! I've got to tell you, uh, just, just round, rounding off these names quick. Uh, Jaleel Major Hackett opened it up, TKO in the first round over Joel Guerva, uh, Mia Ellis, TKO over Karen Dolan, Keyshawn Williams, unanimous decision over Gustav David Vittori. Lamont Peterson lost, which I was kind of upset about that. I thought he would. Uh, Lamont Peterson from America, right? Yeah, I thought Lamont. I thought Lamont was going to do well. Uh, ended up with a TKO in the fourth. Oh, okay. Trevon Marshall stayed undefeated as he took on Sean West with a TKO in the first round. Ooh. Then our man Brandon Lee. Remember Brandon Lee, Graham? Yep. Brandon Lee stayed undefeated. With a fourth round TKO over Diego Gonzalez Luke. Um, Brandon Lee, this was his first fight back since that knockdown that he had in his last fight. And he really looked amazing. Uh, Kyron Davis 
another guy. Uh, unanimous decision win over Christian Fabian Rios. Vito Malecki Jr. was on this card. TKO in the fourth over Omar Rosales. Demetrius Andrade. Demetrius unanimous Andrade. decision over Damon Nicholson. Rashidi Ellis. I know we talked about this kid. I know, I know, I know you know who he is, Graham. Yep. Rashidi Ellis lost to Roman Villa. Yep. Majority decision. It was literally all based off that last round. Oh, you're talking about Ellis, the Ellis fight. The Ellis fight. What I think happened was, is to be honest, um, it was the first time he had been in the ring, and I think I think it was 15 months or something like that. Something ridiculous. He hadn't been in the ring in a while. Uh, I watched also, the whole fight. Also, highest, highest punch count thrown and landed in his career thus far. I think he punched himself out. He punched himself tired, was unable to protect himself properly, got caught with his hand down, took that left hook, was not able to recover, backpedaling, backpedaling. It was the first time in the entire match that you've seen him on his back foot just trying to stay up. How long was he off? This was the 12th round. No, how long was he off? Uh, oh, um, Rashidi Ellis? Yeah. Well, so that fight last weekend, and before that, he hadn't fought. Well, no, he was five months, five, six months. He was off five, six months, and then here's the thing. He was off for almost two years. Yeah. Right? Like, he was... He fought Alexis Roca uh, October the 30th, 2020, and then didn't jump back in the ring until he took on Jose uh, Marafo, which was July 9th of last year. Okay. So he was literally out of the ring for like, you know, almost two, almost two years. Okay. And then, you know, takes on Jose Marafo here, takes him out in the first round like it was nothing. Because, you know, it was like, here, you know, your last fight was against Alex Roca. You beat him by unanimous decision. Okay, you've been out of the ring for this long. Time for a warm-up fight. Here's a gimme. Here you go. Bang. They did it. Then he gets in there, takes on Villa. Villa's no joke either. You know, he came in there. And, you know, Ellis landed some huge number of shots there. The most in his career. The most, you know, the most landed in his career. The most thrown in his career. Just by the time he got to that 12th round, he just, you know, you, you can see. That's how he got caught. He came in lazy, came in lazy and had his hand down, you know. And you could see him just looking at it like he could see that hook coming that he got caught with, rang his bell, you know. And he just, at that point, all he was trying to do was survive and not and not, and not not lose the fight there, you know. And then eventually it became a 10-7 round. Two knockdowns, right? So, yeah. And if you listen to Villa's corner just before that, all they're he saying, all you hear the translator, he told him to go, go, go at him. No, a translator said, you got to knock him out. Yeah. You got to knock yeah. him out. You got to knock him out. Give it everything. Go knock him out. Go knock him out. Villa came out, bang, and just brought it to him. And then connected with that left. And that's all she wrote. But uh, yeah. You can see Rashidi Ellis. He was a little, uh, a little upset about the uh, about the outcome, but I also found out that Rashidi Ellis is actually my neighbor's cousin. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. So my neighbor who lives across the street from me. It's actually his okay. cousin. Okay. 
So we're going to try and get him on the show and find out what happened. Uh, happened in that one, man, to be honest. That'd be nice. But, but definitely, what a, hu- what a huge card. Like, amaz- amazing card, you know? And that was just that was just touching, you know, the tip of it. And then you got Tank Davis, Jaron Ennis, and Demetrius Andre. Huge, huge, huge card. You know, Showtime really showed. Oh, when is that? When is that? That, that was that was the card last weekend. That was Jared, the, last weekend. the heavyweight. The heavyweight. You talking about heavyweight is tomorrow. We're gonna touch base on that in a minute. I'm okay. almost finished okay. with the Kim Claval. I guess we're finished with Kim Claval. We talked about her enough. It started at seven, guys. Remember, watch out for Carolina, our girl from Canada, one and zero. Eric Bassran, watch out for this kid. Uh, Marie Pierre Houle, watch out for her. It's going to be a great fight. USA ESPN Plus, guys. It's already started. So if you want, go over and check it, or set your PVR and start watching that. Because you know what, I'm already recording it, and I can't wait to start watching some awesome boxing because we've been so deprived because of these holidays and we haven't been getting i haven't been getting my boxing fix i have not been shame. getting my knockout fix guys shame on you i know <laughs> I'm gonna have to start going <laughs> what's going on brooke how are you thanks for dropping comments what's up fellas it's chris tank versus ryan what's your thoughts on who would win anybody I like I like uh, I like Tank, but I also like Garcia. That's gonna be a good fight. I think Thanks, Doctor Jeff. I know you love my big, fat, red-headed, greasy bitch <laughs> beard, eh? Uh. Anyway, I I, I like Tank. Uh, that's gonna be a good fight. I think it's set for April fifteenth. I think it's gonna take place in Las Vegas. Um. So that's, that's a ways away, but uh, we have other fights to talk about. I know, I know our boy Fa's uh, fighting tomorrow night, right? Yes, yes. FA Jogba, heavyweight battle, guys. Stefan Shaw getting uh, getting underway. Uh, then the heavyweight co-feature, uh, Guido Vanellio versus uh, Johnny Johnny Rice. This one, the Turning Stones Resort. Can't wait, man. 10 p.m. Eastern, guys. Uh, that's when this one gets underway. It's going to be on ESPN Plus, Sky Sports. Uh, Jogba, Shaw, Guido, Vanellio. Johnny Rice, heavyweight doubleheader. The undercard on here. Um, loving this one. There's some great, great matchups. A lot of friends of the channel. Uh, the matchups have changed, but high octane heavyweight doubleheader will still go down Saturday. Um, in the 10 round main event, FA the silent roller, a Jagba. Man, we all know one of the probably one of the hardest hitting heavyweights doing it right now. Graham, I know you remember that nasty knockout of the year where he made that guy sniff his knee on the way down. Yep. When he twisted him and folded him. Huge, huge, <laughs> huge one. Um, yeah. What about so, the heavyweight? Yeah, that's the heavyweight. Silent Roller, Jogba will not take on St. Louis Native. Did he lose one fight? Yes, yes. He was, okay, okay. that's him. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he did. Hit uh, he, dude, did he, he hit that dude. Dude turned around. Then nothing. Oh, you saw that one? Yeah, yeah. Where, where you? He made that guy do the spin. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's well. They have it advertised too, like on Facebook. Yeah. Him getting yeah. knocked. He just said, boom, bam, and the dude just went. Oh, did you hear <laughs> it? Did you hear it? And then and then Ozzy's on his way down. Is like he totally like kisses his own knee. He twisted. He twisted. <laughs> He twisted down. That was good. Yeah, he was he, he he was doing the chubby checker. What are we talking about? 
<laughs> you Jeffy definitely Jeffy. do the Jeffy Jagger. Um, but yeah, so this one, you know, uh, a jog bus taking on St. Louis native, Stefan Big Shot Shaw. Yep. Uh, Oscar Rivas was originally slated to fight a Jagba, but had yep. to withdraw with an eye injury. Yep. Uh, Guido the Gladiator, man, who was uh, scheduled to fight Shaw in a, in the co-feature, will now face the upset-minded Johnny Rice in a 10-rounder. Um, this one, yeah, broadcast ESPN, ESPN Deporte, and ESPN Plus, 10 p.m., guys, 7 p.m. Pacific. Undercard belts will stream live and exclusively on ESPN Plus. Um. You know, who else, you know who else is on that fight? I know everybody that's on that Oh, okay. Fight. All right. So you're going to mention Haven Brady Jr.? Oh, and Brian Norman and uh, Bruce Carrington. And Bruce Carrington's on that as well. Yes. Bruce, our, our, our only uh, two-time. Yep. Two-time Knockout of the Week award winner. Uh, you know, Dante Benjamin, another good kid here, man. 4-0, looking to stand the video. Haven Brady Jr., good fan of the show. Been here lots of times. Always keep in touch with this guy. Our man, Brian Norman Jr. is – watch the hello, guys. 22 and 0, 19 years old. What was 19... all that hair about? What's that? You said or something. What was that? No, it's just, woo! Wait till you see this kid. I was oh, you excited. Kid. Yeah, man. Okay. Yo. As Mike excited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Brian, the assa- yo, Brian the Assassin Norman Jr. Sorry, yeah. the Assassin too. Because his dad, you know, was a boxer as well. But I've been talking about this kid for two years. And his ability in that ring, his speed, his power, his dominance, his ring IQ. You know, this kid, he's he's the real deal. And, uh, you know, he's been, he's been flying under the radar for a while. And I'm glad that it's looking like 2023 is going to be a good year for him. And, uh, you know, he's going to get the recognition that uh, that he deserves, man. And I think it's not going to be too long before we start to see him, um, you know, up in those, in those bigger fights, climbing in those ranks. Hey, my boys. But yeah, so he's taking on uh, Rodrigo Damian Coria. Uh, this one, Turning Stone. I was here. sending a message to some of my Irish friends in Ireland. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my cousin I said hi. <laughs> you cut. You go ahead, finish. I'm sorry. No, no, it's all good. It's all good. No, we, we are finished. Um, yeah, so honestly, tomorrow night's card, huge. Love the heavyweights. Graham, I know you always you're you're, you're always out for these heavyweight bouts. And uh I, I think I think Ajagba's gonna do exactly what uh what he does best, man. He he has to win tomorrow night for sure against oh, yeah. Shaw. I'm gonna watch to. that fight. He looked kind of sluggish on a couple of his fights last couple. I seen like two other fights. He didn't he oh, looked really? When he knocked that, no, when he knocked that guy out, no, when he fought that dude, when he fought that dude in that other box and he lost, um, um, the dude was moving a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He was moving a lot, right? Yeah. Okay. Speaking yeah, of movement. Just, uh, he lost a good, yeah, he took, that was Frank Sanchez. Frank Sanchez. Yeah, Frank yeah. Sanchez. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one, that one was back, uh, what, October the 9th. 2021 i believe it was you know unanimous decision he didn't get knocked out he didn't get stopped it just you know a jogba was down in round seven which i believe was the first time in his career i seen the fight i seen it yeah it was uh it, it was it was good it was good but it um you know unanimous decision it was scored 91 98 92 97 91 98 so so this is a big was, fight for him this is a big fight for him 
Yeah. yeah. Stephen Shaw, this is, this is going to be a big one for him, you know? Okay. Stephen Shaw, another guy, you know, he's undefeated, 18-0. and 0. Ooh. You know, he's, yeah, he's, he's you know, 18-0, and 0, 13 knockouts. He's ranked fifth right now in that heavy division in the U, in the U.S., 28th okay. in the world. You know, he's only 30. He's 6'4 with an 81-inch reach. Mine's only 76. <laughs> there you go. And how tall are you, champ? 6'3". There you go. So his is... So he's got an inch, like, inch on you and six inch reach. <laughs> his is like that. <laughs> Mine's is here, right? His is yeah. like that far. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a little. That's a lot. Say that again. What's the what's the length? Eighty one. Okay. Yeah, eighty one, eighty one, and uh, you know, big shot here. He's uh, he's managed by David Water. You know, split team management. Um, you know they've they've been doing they've been doing some really good things with their fighters, you know move, moving them along very well. Definitely, definitely got their best interests at, at heart. But yeah, this kid's from uh, you know St. Louis, Missouri. This is gonna be a big fight, man. And uh, yeah, FA's got to come through with this one. Yep, definitely has to come through with this one because uh, Stephen Shaw he's coming off his last fight was against uh, uh, Rydell Rydell Booker back in uh, November. Like he only just fought in November, so he fought actually the twenty second. The twenty second of November is when he fought, so literally like two months ago, and uh, that was a unanimous eight round. You know, eight rounds. That was great. Before that, he took on Bernardo Marquise. Uh, that one was a KO in the first round. Marquise was down three times. Count was waived. So you know, this kid's got heavy hands too. So you know, this is good. This is definitely going to be a big battle of the the heavyweights, man. I can't wait. Speaking of heavyweights, I see that uh, Anthony Joshua has moved his training now to the U.S. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's You're taking on the West Tim's, Coast. He's, he's taking Tim's advice. He's he's come to get some real training. Is he on the West Coast? Yeah. Yo, he's gonna be knocking on your door in twenty minutes, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if he did, hey, things are falling apart. I'm fully confident. I'm yeah. fully. I know exactly what he needs. You know what? You know what? When you when you answer the door, just make sure you're wearing your green belt. <laughs> he has one. He should have. Don't he had he had the WBC. Had, had one. Had, oh, yes. had one. So, get his duplicate. So, so the smaller guy came and took it away. Yep. Yeah, Johnny Ruiz. Oh gosh, honestly, he's got. Uh, I'm glad that he's focusing on his training. Uh, apparently, he's also getting like help, like mental health help. He's been. Yeah, uh, I was thinking about that. That's not no escape goat. He really need that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he you can tell. Okay. He's he's you know what? When he lost to Usyk the first time, he uh he was he, he was you know half of the person he was, you know, half of the man he was. When he everybody was behind him. him. Everybody you know, was behind him. Yeah. You know, he 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 really looked like he shouldn't have been there. He looked like he was being outclassed, and you know. But also then there was the fact that, you know, he was out of the ring for like almost 18 months. And then, you know, Usyk comes up and it's not, you know, like we were looking at seeing a, a Joshua Tyson Fury fight. So, you know, that 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 could have had factors too, right? Because, he you know, he was training for a different kind of guy. And then next thing you know, we got Usyk who's stepping up. And now Usyk's a smaller guy with a way different kind of style. You know, he likes to play those angles. He likes to get in on the inside and then shoot to the left or shoot to the right and stay and work that body and work, you know, and it's just something that Joshua was ready for. I think he had no, to Joshua, do, Joshua don't have the right people around him to direct them. 
That's no. the bottom line. Finish. You can finish. He doesn't yeah. have. He doesn't have the people around him to direct them in the right direction in terms of skills, a plan to beat this southpaw or whatever. He doesn't, and that's where it falls at. And that's the truth. Right. I mean, you go get in shape all you want, but if if you if you can't execute and do those proper things to help you get that title, it, you can knock somebody out because you're strong and in good shape. But it's a harder road. It's a harder road, and and and, and the good education from people that know uh, make your job easy. It happened for me. It got me ready. I only had seven amateur fights, and um, just got in it. Two, yeah, what, but you know what? But you know what? You were a gladiator on that football field, lots though, right? But playing football. Yeah, you're a, you're a gladiator. You you didn't need no amateur fights, man. You were fighting on the field every friggin' down. Every yard moving forward. I see what, I see what you're saying. You play, I had other struggles that 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 equivalent to that to, to what you're talking about. You know what um, what, what position did you play, champ? Tight end. I was a tight end. I made all Philadelphia. Um, I, if you put that ball in that area, I'm gonna catch it. Um, they could depend on me. I wasn't real fast. I wasn't real fast. But if that if if, if they told me to you know wind up over there, I'm catching that ball. You know, but if they had patterns, they had patterns. I ran my patterns, and um, you know, it worked out pretty good. Um, this guy Tommy Wade in my neighborhood, instead of us getting in gangs, he would come in. I said this before in the show. Take us all to the park, like three uh Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then he leave and go back to New York. He worked for NBC, uh, the newscasting company, and it's him and a couple other people. Peter Iskin, this Jewish guy that helped us go in the right direction. But I was I was doing pretty good. My brother was all state. Anthony, yeah, he run the hundred and like um he run the hundred and like nine uh, eleven. That's not bad. I can run the hundred in about a week. <laughs> he got a scholarship. He made all state. It's like got gas in the car. He went to Arizona. He went to Arizona. So it was a I good know. thing, you know. And that's got me ready for boxing. That got me ready for boxing. I was used to the contact, and you know. That got me ready for that. So the helmet, a headgear was like a helmet, you yeah. know, and the gloves, you know, and I felt like I was in some contact sports. Again, I knew I could do it. That helped me. The football yeah. did help me, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Brooke says, I feel he needs to focus more on boxing basics and become sound in his abilities. Sometimes I feel he doubts himself. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes you really, really need to just – Go back to the fundamentals, man, and and you know reconnect. I'm gonna make mine short. I'm gonna make mine short. You gotta right. have the fundamentals there for you. Yeah. If they're not there, then what can what can you do? Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes you, you just have gotta, the right people. Sometimes you gotta go back to the drawing board. Sometimes you just gotta you know who's gonna be waiting for them at the drawing board? Nothing. Yeah. Face face the music. Go back and start working on your basic jab, cross, hooks. Um, Let's go back to the fundamentals and, and, and give yourself that confidence back because he just didn't have no confidence. You have to have was, the right people around you. Yes. That confidence will come right in there like that. Yes. It only takes a couple of minutes. It takes a 20, 20 seconds. I'm telling you. So yeah. I, the first train I was with, I didn't know he was a, 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 what he was or whatever. They just, and, and I was wondering why I was getting hit a lot. When I got with Slim, I saw the big change and all my... Everything's like, wow, I got a good trainer. You yeah. know? 
that motivates you. You can keep going hard as you could. You could probably be champion, but that trainer helped you get an easier, easier uh, way into this. Yep. Hey, Tisha. Oh, back in town. Hey, you guys. Thanks for having. Thanks for letting the sugar get on your show. What y'all cool. talking about? Uh, talking about you, honey. Anthony Joshua. Talking, talking about oh, you. And, and and other stuff too. It's about yeah. it's about it's about what what was more than what was what was just really quick, really quick. Um, you know, he talking about skills. He was talking about skills and everything. And I said, well, you need the right people giving them to you, so you know what they are. If you don't, right? you're gonna wind up with the same results. Right. See, that's the thing. Can I join? Can I? Can I? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sugar, 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 sugar. Did you do your hair just for me, honey? Listen, <laughs> you know everything's just for you, Mike. Thank you. Uh oh. You. <laughs> you might have to share me with some others, but yo, listen. I learned in kindergarten. Sharon's caring. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Um. I definitely, I feel you. And I want to say, tell my testimony as far as the experience as a fighter um, in, in actually getting the right people or the right person, you know, as a fighter, you, you, when you get to a point, and I know the champ Tim is going, is going to say this, you, you get to a point where you, you, you don't hear what you're supposed to hear. Everybody wants to tell you what you want to hear, right? And a lot of the times it's the person who is objective, you know, and, and will see the holes in your armor that is the right person okay. for you, okay. right? Because now they've opened your eyes to where you can work on yourself and you are, you can extend yourself a little bit more. And once you're able to extend yourself, like the champ Tim says, you're able to be more confident in stepping up to whatever opposition that comes to you, Okay. right? So, you know, the formula is finding what's right. And a lot of these fighters too, they feel like they can run to you know, the popular guy, the popular trainer at the time, because they going to work their magic on me. And the sauce, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the sauce going to work on, on my recipe and absolutely not, right? You got to you gotta gel with your team. You got to gel with who you're working with. They got to, styles make fights, right? So they got to um, fashion your style to where you're you are successful and you are uniquely successful now with anthony joshua right is that what we're talking about yeah i think anthony joshua didn't have the the time to really um mature as a heavyweight and um tim you graham uh, mike y'all may y'all may you know have something to say regarding the maturity now of a heavyweight fighter. Most heavyweights mature down into the the latter years where they they understand what their bodies do. They understand their strengths. They know, you know, how how to bide the time in the ring and what the generalship needs to be on their part. I think Anthony Joshua might have been a a late bloomer and then they put him in situations where he was not able that the spotlight is so much on him to where he was not able to make the mistakes or to really um do 
you know, get the kinks in his armor that he needed to be him in the ring. Now, I, I think he still has that amateur mentality and the heavyweight body. And so we have saying, all these you saying the right, You're saying you got yeah. the key there. The, the, the thing is, I didn't mean to cut you off. Mm -hmm. No, do it, but, baby. But the knowledge of the people around him, the education, the things that's going to motivate him, the things that's going to make him he know that that's the way this is supposed to go. He know that, you know, he know that right hand puts a drill here. He got that confidence um, is what he didn't have. He I mean, didn't you know, we can talk about all that other stuff, but that was one of the main things there. He was in good shape. He got in good shape. When he got up Everything again, good. Yeah, when he got up against good, good like 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 his opponents in front of him, they exposed that. And though mentally, he was like probably saying, "Damn, I wonder what what I'm gonna do next in his boxing in his boxing." Right, because you know, his nose still wet, right, Tim? His wet, his nose still wet. He he really don't know the the intricacies of. He also doesn't. He also didn't mm -hmm. fight that often. That's another thing. Okay. Like when you look when you look at like how often he would fight. If you go back to like. Uh, okay, let's go back. Last time he fought, uh, Joseph Parker, 2018, March the 31st. Then he fights Povetkin, 2018, September. Then he fights Andy Ruiz, 2019, June. Then December of 2019, he fights Andy Ruiz. Then he takes on Kribet Pulev, 2020, December. Then he's out of the ring until he takes on Usyk, which is in September the 25th, 2021. So literally, like, he's spending years out of the ring fighting once a year. You are not going to be fresh. I don't care how many times you're in the gym. If you're not in that ring, getting the ring experience, you get that ring rust. And you can see Wait, This is what me and the champ is saying, though. That's why they sometimes you, gotta, you to just got to go back so sometimes fast. to the drawing board and work on the fundamentals. Right. If the fundamentals don't work, nothing works. But how you going? How you going? He didn't have no fundamentals to go back on, though. Thank That's you. the problem. Like, how you going to deal with these high-profile dates that they put him in? Because these are high-profile dates, and they're not allowing him to develop, right? So they haven't put him in there. Look at the old-school fight. Look at the fighters back in, in uh, Champ Tim's day. Right, Tim, you were able to, to fight some, you know, some gatekeeping guys, and then you had a big date. Then early, some early. Then, right, early. right. Uh, Joshua didn't get that. It was big fight after big, big platform after big platform after big. So he's got to be damn near perfect every time he goes in. There's no measure. He doesn't get a chance to measure. So it, it's... I, I, it's just like you said, Mike, it's, he's not fighting often, but when he does fight, mm -hmm. these are big ticket fights. Yeah. These are the, all, the, you know, the, it's there to make money They're for him to perform. And he wasn't able to develop the tools. Right. So now he has that immature mentality going into this. I think it, I, I think in a sense, the fame ruined Anthony Joshua. Right. If, if you look, too. if you look at his resume, right, you're talking about a kid that in 2014 fought, I believe, five or six times, six, no, seven times. He fought seven times in 2014. He fought another 
four or five in 2015, fought three in 2016, two in 2017, and then two in 2018, and then one a year. Come my, on. My, my two cents on this is uh, the pressure that he faces as a top-level heavyweight fighter in Britain must be uh, tremendous. Oh, huge. Uh, and I think, I think that's probably one of the reasons he's moved to the U.S., uh, to get away from the day-to-day -day pressure that the the UK press put on these guys, he doesn't have anybody experience around them. That's really one of the main things. It's true. They've been there and done that. That's really it's one true. of them. They sending it's them here. They sending them there. Man, uh, when I got with Slim, I knew where I, I knew that was it. And I went to mm -hmm. a lot of different other places, man. I said, "Wow, I'm blessed. I got a good trainer." No, he's still, no, he's still, he's still ranked. He's still ranked the number two heavyweight in the UK right now. I mean, who else going to be? Um, who, who else? I'd like is, to see. I'd like to see him fight Otto Wallen. I want to see him fight Joe Joyce, who's on his heels. Joe's tough. Yo, Joe, Joe Joyce is juggernaut, man. He's the only. He's a. He's the heavyweight that's got the gas tank that just don't quit, man. That guy mm -hmm. was lucky from the time he was five years old, and he can outlast any heavyweight in that ring in stamina. And he's got a chin oh, on Joe him. Joyce. Joe Joyce. Okay. He's, right now, he's the most avoided. You got nothing. You got nothing to gain by fighting that guy except a broken jaw. That's it. So, who's got the star quality now in these names that you've named? Depends if you're listening to the U U.S. or U.K. Uh, press. Right? Yeah, because honestly and truthfully, they're two different hotbeds, as we'll put it. Right and right. Got, you know, so, UK I believes mean, that UK things. believes that all their guys are the top. But, you know, listen, there will be a shift. There will be a shift, and it's coming. There's a lot of new heavyweights that are just coming uh, up. Of course, you know, that, that's, just the, that's just the nature of the industry, mm -hmm. right? There's always someone coming. Yeah. It's just that I, I really believe that with the, the Anthony Joshua situation, he's he is in over his head at this point because now you know he's there's there's no downtime for him he they, there's no off day for him there's nobody he, around him yeah he just needs to, and he just needs to see a shrink that's all he needs, nobody see, around him. he needs to talk to a shrink and, and get what his the shrink back. Gonna tell him what does what the shrink going to tell him though Mike? Throw, have to throw you right know what the shrink's going to tell him how to throw a right hand no shrink's, <laughs> shrink's going to tell him this Stop it. <laughs> Just stop hey, it. Brooke. Hey, girl. What's up, guys? Hey, yeah. it's, it's the bad girl of How's boxing. How's it going? Yo, Brooke, Brooke word, on, word on the street is, is that uh, you yeah. and Jolene got a match coming up. Yeah. You, you going to take oh, on Sonya? Yeah. Tomorrow. Uh -oh. Yo, I'm, I'm reffing Tomorrow. Oh, I'll ref. I'll ref. Wait, I haven't changed my mind, Shoga. I'm, I'm stuck actually, on actually, that Tim, one. Tim, you can be the special guest ref. Uh, Brooks really? is going to come out of retirement, not even walk into the gym, and just fight it up. Yeah, no training. And you know you what? Don't what? I don't Sugar, need any training for her. Sugar, you should lend her your boots, though, for her coming. Oh. Wait a minute. Who are we talking about? Oh, Tim, you, missed, you missed a good one. Hey, you have to go watch my podcast from Tuesday. Sonia can't wear my boots, okay? Oh, man, I and see what's going on, okay? And we already know, right, that Sonia drilling 
is not she, she's not at the level to even be a conversation for Brooke or myself, right? No. We were giving her an opportunity to um, you know, have some shine, have a bit of shine, and, and she wasn't mature enough to understand. Oh, um, this looks like a fight here. Yeah. Brooke, Brooke, what's yeah. what's, what's your hubby gotta say? I know I know he wants to say something. Yeah, you can't. What's going you can't on? Stand, you can't stand in camera and not say anything. Yeah, come on, come on. What, what, what do you mean? Okay. What was it? What's the question? I hear rumble. To say about the whole Sonya thing. Is it rumble not in the jungle? Come on. Um, for me, I, to me, I guess it's it's basically about um, being courteous. I guess for her, she may be young in the sport, so. Um, if I invite you and you tell me you're going to come and then you change your mind, at least give me the courtesy of telling me that you changed your mind before the show, um, not during the show or five minutes after it started because you think I'm going to go in on you because of the decision. I can't change the decision, but I just want to hear what you have to say about it. You know, it there wasn't a crucifixion, but I, apparently I guess she no, she. She thought it was going to be a crucifixion, which That's it wasn't. Good good. It, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to be. It was just going to be. Hey, well, no, but see, but but for me, me and Brooke fought at the same time. So for me, as a fighter, I really don't care what you have to say. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to speak my piece, and then you can have your piece and your piece. But I'm not going to shy away from the conversation because this is what the sport is. Right. The announcer is going to ask me if I felt if I won or lost, even if I win or lose. So yeah. I can't just walk away from that. You're going to have to answer some tough questions sometimes, even when you don't want to. It has nothing to do with Jesus. That's that's between you and the person that's asking you the question. That Jesus didn't belong in that situation. No. So I don't know why. Well, this is this is why it confirms. You know, Sonia Drilling is a wet nose boxer, and wet nose meaning she really she is not mature enough for the situation she's placed herself in, or you know that that has come upon her, right? And I, I mean, I do get it. I get it, Brooke. I get it, um, Mr. Millbrook. Okay, I get um, I get how y'all feel about it, but come on, we know this too in this industry. This industry ain't for you know people, the, the, uh, corporate people, right? You have people that'll stand your ass up as you are walking up the steps to fight. Yeah, right? no, 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 like no, your yeah. your fight will fall through. <laughs> your fight will fall through, and and so. Um, it ain't nothing for an interview to fall through. It ain't uh, nothing for no. her to back out, right? So, so what you're saying? So what you're saying no, I, I wasn't even. I was upset. One, well, that she didn't show up, but the things she said in the email were personal, personal jabs at me. That was my problem. Like, okay, cool, you didn't show up, but then you send a disrespectful email to me, calling yes, me girl. all like, and then putting on Facebook that I was the devil. <laughs> and I'm possessed. Like, come girl. On. I mean, she, she exposed herself, if anything, right? Yeah. Well, so well, that well, was well, that's where it. It's, it's basically got to what, me. what you said. It's 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 about your your level of just just immature, not it's, yeah, right. It's not so very immature. We can see else. that she ain't ready. You know, no. as you said, Brooke, her shit ain't ready. 
right? She ain't so, ready. She's gonna have to answer those so, questions she, as soon as she fights she got again. The receipt. She got that name on her receipt now, and she gonna learn she real quick. Learn real quick what that. Uh, receipt, honestly, what that she would have shown up. And I know because I know personally that's exactly what happened with my career. Who did I fight first in my fourth fight? If she would have showed up, John. So therefore, she my career. Up, was she could have spun. Great. She could have spun that whole interview into something very positive for her career. But really, it wasn't even negative. No, I mean, I, I literally. She made, it, had, she made it negative because of hearsay. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Exactly. Hearsay. I think she, she made heard, it negative. She heard, she heard some stuff that might have been posted. Or I, I think it's a cop else. out. We women behaving badly. Let me tell you something. <laughs> About us that's right these are the bad bitches of boxing yo exactly <laughs> if, if i said it and if i did it i'm gonna stand behind it because i'm a bad bitch right, you right. so it works you would have showed up and been saying? like and what and what and what and yes what do you got to and say chevy, and chevy got robbed and guess what, what girl we gonna fight again when i'm ready and, right when i'm now ready what? to fight well, you will fight again right you know that's what, what I'm i mean saying? Like... so a lot of these women a lot of these broads step in the ring and step in this game and they really don't understand that you got to be bad. You really got to be bad to do this thing. Well, you just gotta have, it's boxing. Tim, you, you don't want to piss these two off, right? You have boxing. <laughs> 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 you don't want to piss these two ladies off. Come on now. You got to have the guts. So it's boxing. So are we talking about a fight? I'm kind of confused. All right, champ. So this what? well, Brooke, you want to tell them? Okay, so I don't know if you saw it, but Chevelle Hallback fought Sonia Drilling. You know Chevelle, right? You know no, Chevelle Hallback? Chevelle is. Okay, well, Chevelle is like a boxing icon. Like, she'll go down in history as one of the greatest ever. Like, she's, and she's 51 years old and she's still fighting. And she took this fight wow. with Sonia Drilling, I think was five and three or something. And Chevy won the fight, hands down. And mm. they gave it. To drilling on decision so she got robbed so i immediately posted on social media that it was a robbery and i posted footage of the fight and then sue with w band shared it on w band it was public knowledge everybody knew and how so the fight. I, and I, then I, I asked yeah i asked sonia if she would come on my show and have an interview and literally the whole first hour of the show was literally going to just be about her, like giving her the spotlight. How'd you get into boxing? Blah, 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 blah. Hey. Um, and then it was going to go into, I was going to bring Chevy in say, you know, it was a big controversy in your last fight. Like, how do you feel about the situation? Do you think you won the fight? Do you want a rematch to clear up the controversy? And then that was it. Like, but the rest of it was going to be about her. But then she sent me, she decided to not show up. I talked to her all week. I talked to her the day of the interview. Good to go. I'll be there. See you tonight. Time comes on to go live. She's not there. So I call her. No answer. I text. Hey, I don't know if your time zone is off. Like maybe, but the show's right now. Thinking maybe just she had the wrong time. Mm -hmm. Then she texts back. I sent you an email. In the email, she called me a Karen. She said I was jealous and envious of her. That I was... Um, <laughs> Them fight words, ain't they, bro? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, she was like, so, okay, my dear, I was so happy. I'm in the room to go live, right? And I'm reading this email, and we're already like 10, 15 minutes late to go live. And Eric's like, well, what do you want to do? And as soon as I got to the end part where she said I was jealous and envious, I said, 
uh, spin this bitch right now because I'm ready to go. Put it, put me on because I'm going to let her know. I know for a fact she's watching this live right now. Put me on. And I just let her have it. You'll have to go back and watch it. I didn't spare any feelings. Yo, honestly, the only time I ever heard of this girl, okay, before, was when she fought Chappelle. No, no, no. I heard of her before when they used her for the showcasing of O'Shea Jones after she got signed after the Olympics. Okay. O'Shea, well, and another fact. O'Shea I Jones mean, was her last fight before Chevy. Yeah. And if you and then, and then she also lost to what? What? Uh, Miller and Holler. Yes. She lost to three in a row. Yes, the last three were actually um, had pretty good records. One was like 8-0, She didn't win a fight after that. Yeah, and, and, then, and then O'Shea Jones, in the interview, Jones debuted. Yeah, that's what I said in the interview. I said, as soon as she faces any decent opponent, she's going to learn real quick. But you know, I, from what I understand about her, though, she she has some she has some victories behind you know her journey. You know, like she she, I think she was like a Golden Glove, uh, a ranked Golden Glove um, contender and things like that, coming out Maybe. of amateurs and stuff. Yeah. So she, I mean, she she got some background in there. Yeah, I want yeah, I want to give her I, I want to give her some credit, right? Because I mean, yo, yeah, she can. Listen, you, you have to give her, you, you have know, to give her credit. Anybody that gets in the ring, I, I, I want to say this. I want to say this, right? Um, we we have to this to me. This ain't this ain't a surprise. It ain't new. We just we just kind of exposed one of them for what they are. Okay, yeah. there are. I mean, I would say ninety percent of these broads with the names that you know are very much like Sonia. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? See, see, they, they're like that. So, no, what you guys, what you guys might not know is that Drelling is also 0-3 in, in her bare knuckle pro career, too. Mm. Oh, I didn't know right. that. I, I mm. ain't gonna listen, she gets in there and she fights. She got in there with Chevy. She does, listen. Right? And Chevy, yeah. she took from Chevy. She gave to Chevy. Chevy, yeah. they say she, she ain't put her hands on her. No. Right? But what I want to say about this Sonya Drelling situation is, you know... These things happen, right, Brooke? Like I, yeah, I know you feel do. some type of way about it. I I know, but you gonna let you gonna let this wet nose broad like be something, you know? Look, it what does wet nose mean? What does wet nose nose wet nose mean? She She's just new. turned like all oh, right. Okay. Knew her nose run. You know, like how know, baby like, run like, around and they nose drinking. Listen, they wet, I mean, they think life's fair and all that. You know, she yeah. ain't been seasoned no. enough in the game. No, right? but listen, okay, it was a little bit the more. moment. Okay, I was reading this email. I was supposed to be going live for the first time by myself. My first show, I don't think, like, I spent so much time. I wrote out, like, six pages, the whole show, like, what I was going to do, what I was going to ask. I cropped videos, like, for hours. Like, I, I've, like, put a lot of time into this and talked to her multiple times. I really didn't even care that she didn't show because I knew Chevy would come on the whole shows, which granted I'm going to have her on again because that wasn't the Chevy show. But the problem with it was the personal disrespectful things that she said to me in the heat of the moment. So that's the reaction you're going to get when you come at no mercy. I instantly mm -hmm. went to no mercy and that's all you saw on the show. There was no Brooke there. I was oh, okay. So, well, you know, I was ready to fight. That's <laughs> I mean that that's an angle, 
you know, yeah. I'm done fighting. I, yeah, I'm, I'm done fighting these broads out here, right? And yeah, yeah I, I just want to get to know them. <laughs> a lot of them that I already know them, but I don't like them, right? And, and I don't like them, but I still don't let it affect the fact that the bigger picture is, yeah. you know, it, it, it's about giving, it, it's about it bringing is. value. Yeah, to it is, our and that's industry okay. And what we doing, right? So I'm not. I gonna think it was entertaining. I yeah, think everybody was entertained with the she, show. She she got in there with a, a she got in there with a great fighter. She you know she gave and took, and you know I, I'm I'm it gets catty in this yeah. industry, and I'm not it trying does. to like I'm a grown ass woman. I'm not trying to go there. I don't fight no more. You know what I'm saying? So, right. the, I mean, the, the deal is, Brooke, you learned a lot from, from what, oh, how, I she, did. how yeah. she did you, right? Yeah. And and then we, we move on from that. But, yeah. you know, the, this is women's boxing. I really appreciate you guys, all of you, even you, Champ, um, for, you know, having having us on the show and, and letting us to bring our drama on, on this platform. The female drama, there's always drama. Yeah, we need drama. Know. We need drama. Yeah. It is what it is, but I think it definitely made for an interesting first uh solo show. I think everybody mm. enjoyed <laughs> enjoyed the yeah, video. I, I, I think there's something uh for them to talk on one of your shows. Find out what because I'm confused. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Apparently the show's still right. going I on. I got the idea, but go watch my show from Tuesday. You'll mm. you'll get it. Watch the show from Tuesday. Okay. And then you'll yeah. understand. It, you know, and, and this is the thing, um, Tim. I, I wanted to ask yes. you, you know, uh it, coming up, um, did you know when you were coming up management wise or when you were getting your fights did you know whether did, did you know what the outcome would be of your fights like you know how they have now with these guys saying i'm a side he's b side yeah i don't know about that. Yeah. did you know i knew that the opponents uh, early in my career i knew that the opponents um weren't going to be guys that was going to try to you know kill me and knock me i knew that they were just opponents some of but a lot of my a lot of my opponents were like some was undefeated some had good records you know how they bring you in and you know that's when you're going to knock the guy out sort of like thing i had oh, okay. it okay yeah, i put undefeated you guys i put huh i put like undefeated showcasing <laughs> that's well, what it is it's a showcasing they, okay, put, they, put, they put a piece okay. of meat in there for you. My very first fight, I fought a guy that was undefeated. I, I knocked him out. Then three fights later, I fought somebody who was undefeated. Then I fought a couple of easy fights. So you kind of like, no, we. I had a. I I, I fought some some good opponents. Yeah, you I, okay. I, I opponents, yeah. So you knew, in a sense, that you were a, you were being developed in some way where you were going to get in there and they were going to test. With you good, are, right? good opponents, I was being developed, and I knew that. But the higher I got, the more harder my opponents were. Okay. Like compared to some of those guys that was coming up, they had guys you just walk in, you know, and just knock them right off. No, it got harder as I went up the ladder. I put undefeated uh, Alfonso Ratliff at twelve and zero. He was undefeated. Um, what about all? What about when you fought Oliver Wright? That was like your first, your first guy who had some actual ring experience. 
You remember that yeah. fight? Oliver Wright, I knocked him out. Yeah, Martin Luther King Arena, Philadelphia. He knocked him out in the second round. Right. Yeah, he right. was six. He was sixteen, thirteen, and one, and you were on your fifth fight. That's. I think that's equal because yeah, you know that's equal. He had all that experience, and I'm just learning. I just had a good trainer that I had faith in, and um, that's what that was. A lot of my fights, you know. So, um, what do you think about how they're moving these guys now? Then. Yo, I think they're protecting well, everybody. I'm kind of yeah, they are, but I but but I'm kind of confused about a lot of things that's going on um, with 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 the opponents and stuff like that. I haven't been up to date. I've been telling these guys before. Uh, some of them look really really easy, and then there's some that, that looks compatible. Compatible, but um um when we when you know when we were coming when we were coming up, man, we we some of us had hard fights, and some of us had real easy fights. So. Um, I had I had a lot of hard fights when I was coming through. I had to be ready all the time. I had a good training. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you're talking about a different a different era of boxing versus what we have today. I think that real quick, and like I said, I keep talking about the knowledge and these little tricks that old timers had. They're gone, and this they're is gone, right? And this is what people are not seeing on them they're old stuff, like putting their one hand out there and blocking this saying. and that. And, and other they're things, not they're not the seeing little, it. They're not seeing the little tweaks, you know what I'm saying? And But the yeah. thing about it is, um, you guys, I would say that those trainers are pretty much extinct now. You know, I mentioned it on one of my shows where all the knowledge of that, they're, they're dead. And now you have these guys that read how to be a boxer in a book. They watch a couple Teddy Atlas clips or you whatever you know what you know what they say they say you know what they say those who can't do teach so i think that i think that a lot of the boxers don't even know who they are themselves as a fighter they always want to imitate someone else that they see that's great instead of figuring out what you do best or what you're best at versus trying to be floyd mayweather or roy jones jr and then you get a trainer that has a great fighter but the only thing he knows how to train is how he can train that great fighter that he has. He can't adjust himself to you. So if you can't adjust yourself as a trainer to the fighter, you're going to screw him up because he knows very little. So you need to take the things that he's good at and make him better at those things. Are you Instead talking of, about the fighter or the, tra or the trainer? Uh, both in a sense. The, the trainer need the trainer has to see what that basically what that fighter has to what he's good at and what he's not good at and How don't is, but, turn him into I, 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 someone I, I, else. I just start developing them. I just whatever they need. I understand what he's saying. You know, sees what he's good at and what he's not good at. You just got to teach them both anyway, and you'll find out all that afterwards. So no, I don't I'm, be not, no, I'm not, a new, not a new fighter. I'm talking about like a like an Anthony Joshua, someone that's already well, fighting. A well, lot he, of those yeah. guys don't even know that's, who they That are. makes it even easier. That makes it even easier because he's already up there. You know what to fix. So you got a brand new car, the tire breakdown, you know how to fix that tire. Or if it's right, who know how to fix it though, champ? That's what I'm saying. Like, told, yeah, that's, that's a big difference. Uh, Dr. Right. Shrink picking yeah, the right trainer for that, right, the right you person. Really brought this up. Is um, key. Anthony Joshua is in a position that someone, I mean, the last to me, the last trainer that would have been able to high profile, good trainer 
that would have been able to work with Joshua would have been um, uh, Emmanuel Stewart, right? Because okay. Manny would go in and Manny really knew how to be an architect and, and build, yeah. you know, build Manny, a fire. Manny was very boxing fundamental. Yeah. Now there are really no there are really no trainers. There's more talent than the real authentic trainers. Like, I mean, Miss uh, Champ Witherspoon, I didn't, to, to be honest, I didn't know you were a trainer out here. Like you're a wealth of knowledge that these guys need to have, right? So, I'm, I mean, these trainers used to have like camps, you know, you know, this was this trainer's That's camp. That's all I was in camps, camp. I was in camps. This trainer's camp. That's not happening anymore. Everyone's a movie star. Everyone's a high profile this, high profile that, right? So we don't, I mean, a fighter, these fighters out here, they don't know, like Mr. Millbrook said, they don't know themselves, but how are you going to know yourself if the knowledge isn't out there, right? How are you going to understand what you are and who you are and what you can do if you don't, like, I'm a woman. I walked into the gym at a time where there were no women in the gym, where it was not fathomable, you know, for a woman to be an effective, dangerous fighter. And thankfully, and um, Brooke said her too, and thankfully there was an old school, there was some gladiators in there that say, oh, she got this, she got a right hand, she got this, she got that, and, and was able to process me and put me through that real shit that made me you know, a, a force in the ring. But now there's not that, that process is gone. S right. Slap some shorts on them and grease them up. And, send them out there. you know, send them out there, make them, <laughs> make them make honestly, this money. Honestly, with Joshua, nothing's going to change until he gets his mental health right. It don't matter how many trainers you take him to, how many people try to break down and build him back up until he starts speaking to somebody about his mental health issues mm -hmm. and gets off the depression yeah. that is running inside yeah. him that he doesn't know how to deal with. He's never going to be the same guy he was. No. I remember one of you guys said earlier that he went, he went basically media and boxing wanted him to be bigger than he was too early. And once he hit the platform, it's not really you can't go and reverse at that time. You can't go back. So you well, see, stuck. well, see, I understand. Um, like Tyson did it at 19. Um, I, I, I did it. I was, I was early 20s. I won the title. It, you know, and having a good team behind you and a good trainer behind you really eliminates what, you, like, some of the stuff you're saying. You can do it at a young, at it's 18. If you're physical enough and strong enough, but I had a good trainer navigating me through everything and gave me the confidence. This is what he don't have. I was with him in England, guys. I was with him in England. Uh, he was going. Okay. Around. Yeah, I was going with him, and 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 they didn't even want people coming around him. They didn't oh, even, really? Now they didn't want nobody even coming around. They kept him in a little shell. They kept him in the shell. Joshua, so they were doing that with. Well, I called. I said, "Yo, you." I said, "Um, I said, yo, man. Um, listen, I really can help you, man. You know what I can do and all that." And he said, "No, he had an amateur trainer, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not disrespecting uh, uh, McCracken, but I know way he more than amateur trainer. 
I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't do <laughs> But real quick, real quick, they, oh, I, he ahead. said, no, Tim. He said, no, Tim, I got my team and I'm all right. And I was like, wow, I really feel bad about that. Go ahead, champ. Go ahead. Uh, sometimes trainers get in their own way and in the fighters way, because even when I trained Brooke, if there was another coach that had something to say or information that he was willing to give, I was willing to listen. Well, I, like I don't that. know. I don't know absolutely everything. You right. can be standing over there and see something that I miss that you can tell me and I'll pick it up. And then she might right. pick it up better from you than from me. So at that point, it's all about the fighter themselves. It's not really about me. I, I don't want to see the fighter lose. So whatever they can offer, regardless of who the, the, the coach is, I feel like it's a positive. It's not going to change my training method. It's not going to change anything else, but it might make her just a little bit better. You got to actually uh, find out exactly that movement and practice it yourself and see if you can do it. Because if, if you haven't really executed in boxing and sparring, it's going to be complicated for another trainer to do that. You positive what you're saying is positive. But what I'm saying, and, and you what you have to really do is actually practice on that or because i've practiced before and i actually show it to the boxer right like that so when you try to meet somebody uh, just going to give you information you got to actually know how to do it yourself right to show them. you know what i mean you got to actually show them you so got to know the mechanics right, right. do that so yeah. that's very important also mm -hmm. i mean that's the key you know what i'm saying is like you telling me to jump off a bridge how? i ain't doing that you go first you, you go first. You know what I'm saying? So, so I mean, these. Okay, I like that. You go first. I love you to know, do that. That's what I'm saying. It's like right. these, they're not, because boxing now has become, it's in the spotlight and now it's entertainment now. It, money. It's more entertaining than people yeah. really want. They people really want to understand how you, it is you know like it's real in there like this is someone's getting assaulted right but they want people want to turn it into wrestling you know that wwe stuff. oh you mean like uh, jake paul yeah, like, <laughs> i don't want to leave if i'm, I'm getting Look, if i'm getting a million dollars you mean like jake I'm paul. The knowledge have you seen I, the I, uh five seconds five seconds five seconds but, but listen, if, if I'm a trainer and I'm getting two million, you think I'm gonna uh, leave that? And I understand them. Go ahead, go ahead, because I will try my um, best to stay, even though that's gonna hurt the boxer. You think I'm gonna walk away from the amateur kid? Didn't wanna walk away, you know? So and he's getting McCracken was getting paid, so he ain't gonna say, "Oh, I can't really train him." Yeah, but you bring in what I would do, like be smart. And bring Tim Witherspoon in the camp and be like, "Yo, Tim, come on." I think in. about and, that all the time. You know, I come, think about come that all in the time. And, and Tim, show me how you was there so I can. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to block you. I think I'm about that all the, the bread. time. I'm gonna. Everybody got to eat. You know, I'm gonna yeah. share the bread. Right? They, they're not. It's, it's, it's too crowded. I won't get in their way. Crabby. I wouldn't get in their way. I wouldn't even get in their way. Yeah. So I mean, everybody's really not accepting the, the like safety that, of of the knowledge. The knowledge is what makes the boxing yeah. safe. Now all of a sudden, you're going to have ill prepared people going in there, trying to knock each other's heads off. It's going to get real tragic. And 
you know, it, it's, it's, it, I mean, platforms like this, cause y'all know everybody got a podcast now. Everybody's <laughs> an expert now, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, platforms like this where people like us get together and we really talk the talk you I know like and we're really like saying what's out here because you know you don't know don't nothing move but the money and we gotta we gotta keep the money over here where we at yeah. I don't know everything, but I know enough. That's all I got there to you say. Go. You don't know everything. I don't know everything. Don't know everything but yeah. No, like, nobody does. You, ain't, you know that it, you ain't going to let nobody know, nobody that don't know boxing take your money. You know right. what I'm saying? Sure. Like, yeah, you know, you guys were talking about trainers earlier, and I always make fun of the the trainer when the, when the fighter goes back to the corner. And he's, he's throwing water, he's yelling at him and said, you gonna just let him hit you like that? What are you gonna do? And the fighter is is already confused because what he was supposed to use to work is not working. So now he's coming to you for advice. He needs to know what to do next. And you're just cussing him out. And you fucking- like really confused now. But you know the first, real quick, the first thing you're supposed to do is when that fighter come back to that corner on that stool, you put to make sure he get his breathing together. You got a whole minute. You got to give him, him water. Home. You can they, get they water with five there. seconds left. So, so how about this? Get your breathing together. Put your hand on his cup. Pull it out. Don't give him water the first 10 seconds. Let him get his breathing together because he can drink that water five seconds before you go in the bell ring. Don't get that water to him in the beginning. Manage That's that time. You got to calm him down first because. Yeah. Sometimes they don't understand what's going on, and then they get in there and they come back to the corner, and there's no information given. They might even be low key hurt. You, you gotta get their breathing together first. Yeah. yeah, that's the first yeah. thing you gotta do so, when they I come mean, back. These, these, um, the the corner is a whole. You know, the corner. That's is what Ken was saying. They, they, they got you. They, you, you know, not, not to say it's not just going in the ring to fight, but the corner is, is a whole thing that needs to be mastered as well. Exactly. People don't yeah. know what happens in the corner. They don't. You know, like back in the day when they said, uh, "Pass me, uh, pass me the bottle, what the the dark bottle, the one with the dark." Y'all know that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that. That's just that's a whole mystique and mystery that th these people need need some insight on, and and it's really for us to let the public know how what it is and how important that is. You know, the corner. Yeah. What's going on? Who's saying what? Who's the cut person in the corner? Like the cut person is ju just as important, right? You come in there leaking or you're swelling up. You know that that person has to have the, the these and you, you know, don't information. You don't need three or four people talking at the same time because oh my now gosh, you're confusing the, the fighters being confused. Dress to kill. Everybody want to be looking good on camera. You, you seen when I told him this? And I was the one that told him. I sit your ass. Yo, you down. see when I borrowed his jewelry <laughs> and put it on my neck like it was mine. <laughs> Do your job. Do your job. Be quiet. You know, and and you, this yeah. is what's going on. And then at the, can y'all imagine what's happening in Anthony Joshua's corner? Oh, you I know. know. He comes back, I know. and he's I know. looking at. Somebody Did he go back to Garcia like, again? Did he go back to Garcia, Robert? 
you know, I don't. It's a shame. It's a shame. He was, did he, he go back to? Um, he did last fight. He think he trained with Robert Garcia. It's a shame. It's a shame. I thought. He, I thought. I didn't think he left him. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Did, is he still with Garcia? Who, uh, Joshua? Yeah, I believe so. It's a shame. He, he, he's not. He's no good. Carl, drop Man. it in the sidebar. I know you're listening. Uh, he's still with Garcia, right? No, he's not. He split with Garcia. No, he is. Okay. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay. I, I heard it. I think he did. Where did he go? Uh, choose his new trainer, and we'll now have new camp in America. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't say who his new trainer is. Oh, it's a, shame. Oh. It's a mystery. And Joshua needs to work on Mr. Joshua himself. His confidence. Is trash right now. Oh, oh, wait, wait. New trainer will be ring 2017 trainer of the year, Derek James, who currently works with the legs of Errol Spence and Jamel Charlo. That's who's now. Names. That's who's they now. They not even know heavyweights. Well, the thing is, is that they the Spence and those guys lack defense. They lack defense. And when they get to that level where, where, um, just watch the videos. That's all. That's all I gotta say. Watch their videos. They step back. They move their head back. They don't. They don't. They don't tighten. They do tighten up. They do. I ain't gonna say that. But in in, in serious moments where they get where they really can get hit, that's where they lack that defense. You know, I, what's I just funny think is, that, I'm telling you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, sure. I, I ahead. think you know the the there was always the reason why the heavyweights are kings or were kings at the time is the heavyweights fight much differently from the 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 lighter fighters right they, they got to you know they got to really well calculate. there's a whole lot more of this there's a whole lot more of that but they got to calculate it right they got everybody's throwing smoke <laughs> they they got to calculate it they 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 got to real that strategy has to really come together right and what these what these fight trainers now are doing you know they're expecting these heavyweights to move and and do everything like these lighter guys you know there, there's no the the tactics and the strategies are not there right because i just don't see the footwork the only one who sees it me i feel like i can teach anybody to throw a punch so for me what you need the most is your footwork and your defense i can teach anybody to punch at someone that, that's not what you need but your your defense can set up your offense and your footwork, and you miss a lot of that with most of the fighters. They drive back, and they keep trying to lean back. And same thing with Adrian Bronner. He started doing it, trying to imitate Floyd, and I don't think they well, understand well, how the deep thing, he is. This is the thing, too. A lot of the modern-day boxers now don't have basics, one, two. They just have – fancy moving around when you're supposed to the trainer's supposed to teach you the old time basic put your feet here bend your knees yeah. you throw the punch twist block a jab you know you know block a jab slip that's not that's yeah. needed to be incorporated in all these boxes today you don't see them doing all that but you know why you don't uh, see them doing all that there's Jeff, no old school trainers anymore there's none because listen in doing that in going back basics to is what they need yeah, and going back the, the fundamentals and the basics, you're controlling the pace of the fight. When yeah. you got the basics, the pace, the fancy stuff is the direction of where this fight goes, right? Mm -hmm. And now there's no that there's no control there. That you that's why these fighters are leaning back and shit. 
you know, I'm, that's you what I'm saying. The basics is, is the basics. You can the fancy stuff. There's a lot of training teaching fancy stuff first, like sliding over here. No, teach basics first, and the sliding over here and there will come easy. Just like when you yeah. go into school, which you learn a certain amount of math first, and then you eat, then it'll make it easy for you to get the algebra or to the next one. This True is enough. what it's like. You gotta yeah. learn those basics, and yeah. all the other movements you try to do will come easy. Yeah. But if you try to, you do the, like you the fancy stuff first, it's, they don't have basics. If you, if you really for you, it was probably the same too back in the day. I mean, at first, you could just for the first week, you could just throw a jab. <laughs> your arms will fall right, off, bro. right? Your arms will fall off. You just steady. Okay, now I can't I throw this no more. Can we like, and then it's a one-two for a week or two, and then we go. We go. Well, well, it's how you throw the one-two. It's one, two. It's how yeah. your legs and your feet. It's how yeah, you. Yeah, it's how you. It's how you deliver that one-two. Also, instead of just going. <laughs> There's yeah. more than one way. To, there's more than one way to throw it. Yes. Hello. That's why you stay True. on that punch for for weeks at a time. Weeks at a time. There's more than one you way to throw it. it. But your whole body contributes to you throwing that one jab. Everything yeah. around you has to operate like a mechanic. But when you throw the jab, you step with it. You turn all that kind of stuff. That's you only thing you learn. Everything. The mechanics, and you There's learn, all ways you you learn the angle of it. You learn what this put turning it this way, this way. First two knuckles. Way. First two knuckles. Uh, right, you, right. You really, put the land on the first two knuckles. Sugar got the. You got the. I yeah, yeah, I think we all got that one eyeball right there. Well, well, well this part of your hand is the weaker part. This part of your hand is. Listen, when I broke my when I broke when I broke my hand, I went to the doctor. This is called the boxer's bone. This is called the, yeah, this is called the boxer's bone. Yeah, he told me this is the weakest part of your hand, yeah, so don't hit with this here. He said hit with this part because this is the strongest part. That's yeah. when I found out that you put to turn them knuckles in, and my yeah. trainer told me anyway. So remember, this is called the boxer's bone. Actually, I was yeah. like, the boxer's bone? He said, yeah, that's the bone easy to break. He yep. said, you should really get a punch when needs. The good old boxer break. You'll, you'll well, notice, you notice, look notice, at notice, you. Notice, you can notice, always notice, tell. Notice. You can yeah, always notice. tell a fighter by their hands. You say, "Oh, yes, yes, always." Your hands, boom! You see all of our numbers. You have to do like that. Nice all the time. It might get. Somebody, one of the trainers or something. Yeah, no, my my number two, they're just all flat. I said but that, you know, was... they were talking about, like you were talking about the different angles of like the jab that you can use. Like you don't have to just throw Who's it. Who's watching? I think his name no, is Tom, Tom, uh, Tom Yankinelli like or Tom. Somebody. Like, you, like, you can't do like a, like a side. You guys floor. know Tom, right? What's his last name? Uh, I think Yankinelli Yank or something like that. He posted. The guy that Tom. does the videos on YouTube? Yes. yes. Oh, yes. yeah. I'm talking to him. He does. He does so many videos, and I'm just looking at him. And as soon as he does something, it's like, why would I stay there and wait for you to do the next? You movie? already. Yeah, he's from. Well, I'm, not gonna be, I'm not gonna be there. I'm, I'm, I'm literally person at an event. 
We crack up watching this dude. I always <laughs> come in on. But you know, people are out there listening. But people are doing you know? it. Yeah, people are yeah. using that for stupidity. And it's like, are you really that slow that you think that they're literally when he's trying to like move your arm Girl, out of the yes. way? You think they're really gonna sit there and give you time to do that? Now you're not that stupid. No. I didn't really disrespect him or anything when I met him. I just talked to him and, and listened to him talk a couple of words and I left it at that. I you know. Yeah, I usually just type a few comments and I go on. I, I never try to be disrespectful, but I'll just say, who's gonna wait for you to lift their elbow up for you to hit me in the ribcage? <laughs> I did that a couple of times. <laughs> and there's another kid too. There's another kid, I forgot his name. Um he's his he, What's that other kid? I forgot his name. Cedric Ben. Said no, no. He <laughs> looked like he's Spanish or he mixed race, like black. Oh God, he got a whole bunch of views, everything. Wow. On, on another note, uh, Jake Paul. He was with. He was with. Um, huh? Say that again. Jake Paul has decided to leave the ring for MMA. He oh, oh, didn't he go to PFL? He went to PFL, and he's guaranteeing. He's guaranteeing that a division that guarantees fighters will receive 50% of the revenue. Oh, so that's the talk of all the fighters talking about leaving and joining his little yeah. the league thing going on. Yeah, so he's he's like, hey, guys, you come here. I'll give you 50, we'll, we'll give you 50% of the revenue. Uh, he wants to jump in. He said his ultimate goal was always to get in the MMA ring. And uh, he's he decided still that can't fight as a boxer. So why would he I'm do too that? scared. Listen, I'm too scared. He's getting away just with it. He's getting away with it. Just because you put on gloves and cut your license out of a cereal box it. doesn't mean you're a boxer. He don't care if he get hurt, huh? He don't care if he get hurt. He's not going to get hurt. He's got the money to learn on the go. He's got that. He's proved it. He's learned on the go. We're talking about a guy who had no amateur experience, literally. Yeah, but uh, look who he's fighting. Come on, yes, like. washed up, washed up guys that need a million bucks. Well, and they're paying them to lose. Come on now, yeah. you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Ben Askren, Ben Ben Askren was like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't care that I lost. They're like, oh, you're not, you're not worried that's going to tarnish your, uh, your your reputation and your and your legacy. He's like, no, man, I need a new uh, wing on my gym, and I just got paid a million bucks. <laughs> so you know that. They've turned, they've, they've turned it into, and this is the thing, people don't, see, we in the industry, we don't see where these this thing is going to really destroy our industry if we don't get a hold of it, right? Yeah. If we don't, if we don't stop these guys from um, bastardizing it's becoming its own Something thing. That's serious. It's becoming its you know, own we, entity. We're not gonna. There's no longevity. There's not gonna be a, any longevity in our sport. And there's not. I mean, <laughs> you know, boxing the true, has the true always. Boxing fans been, have already weeded it out, say, though. Let me say, boxing has always been a prestigious sport. Yes. Right. It has always carried prestige through throughout history. Right. And now you got somebody that played video games. Trying to take over, it's like, dude, no, no, Disney, video games. Disney kid. <laughs> you know, Disney that's kid. what I'm saying, though. But it's because at the same time, I, I want to. I'll take, you know, I'll, I'll yeah. take the blame too as a person in boxing. We're so low key and yeah. underground yeah. with it that we haven't evolved with the times, 
right? Nowadays, it didn't exist yeah. if it's not on, you know, in cyberspace. It, it never existed, right? So, I mean, we need to now come out there like, Tim, you got it. You got a guy out here that that's like drawing followers and viewers, you know, you with, with ABC bullshit, and and you know you got Mr. Millbrook here. You got uh, uh, Miss Deidre of No Mercy. You know all of y'all out here that actually have knowledge of the game. And Honestly, we I would just have, swing kick Jake Paul right in his effing face. We're not. They're not even. We're not even. A, con, a consultant. We're not even consulting anybody on what's going on, right? So we're losing our voice, and and we're oh, not yeah. seeing, no one sees what's going on, right? And uh, we just uh, feel like, oh, it's all entertainment. No, it's honestly, not. Honestly, I gave I gave Jake Paul respect for you know like signing a couple of boxers and trying the to manage himself. You know, like I gave him a bit of respect for that. Um, Who haven't I, done that though? There's been better. That's done that. Yeah, but he was like, yeah, that's true. he was like, here's a million bucks. I know you're struggling. Yeah, yeah. I would have took that. There's been better. But yo, <laughs> you, you know that, that you know that million dollars. bucks didn't come free. That million bucks cost at least a couple of camps. And that's why he got conditioned and better in the ring. Because he has gotten better as he's gone. But the thing is, is that he's now gotten to the the end. Of as far as he can push it in the ring before getting in there with a serious pugilist. The minute is he, he light the heavy? Is he light heavyweight? Yeah, he's like two. Yeah, he's like two five, isn't he? No, that's heavyweight. He's two five. Yeah, he's like two, or he's cruiser. Uh, Let's see, one eighty to one ninety or something. One ninety. Yeah, but I'm telling you, he has gone as far as he can go without stepping in the ring hey, with a legitimate pugilist. Hey, the boo boo. <laughs> hey, boo boo. Hey, hey, you. When, when, when you're putting the gloves hey, on, this daddy. One. I think he got him on his hands already. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, he hits. He, he's a, he's I a thought hitter. that was a girl at first. Oh, that's that's. No, gotta... I think we have two girls, but that's our last one. We got a son on the last. Okay. One. Okay. This is the one that's going to be protecting the older girls. Yeah. yeah. Right. What'd you say about my other sister, mother? <laughs> you talking about Willis? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's funny. Um, I, honestly, I want to see. So Jake Paul's first fight, he's called out Nate Diaz for a two-fight deal. First fight happens in the boxing ring six months later in the octagon. That's his first thing. That's what he wants. I, that's I, what Jake I, Paul I, wants to do? That's what he wants. He wants nobody else wow. dictate that. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Out of all, out of out of all the guys in the MMA and like in the UFC, um, the Diaz brothers have very, very good boxing skills. They have one of the best boxing coaches in MMA, Mark mm -hmm. Delagrante, mm -hmm. and he's taught them very well, man. Pinpoint accuracy. Both those guys, they know how to throw punches. And honestly, yeah, those are like one of those guys will knock Jake Paul out. I can see it. I don't see it. I can see it. Yo, Jake Paul's got an overhand right, man. He's running around like Deontay Wilder. You know that that's who you know, like we we need we need Yo, him, him in there. Put him there. in with me, and I'm gonna spin his knees around 180 degrees and then kick his effing face. I, I get I if I was 
you know, put the shenanigans on him and put him in the ring with a real boxer, like a real name boxer, right? Oh, you did a shit <laughs> slam. Says bye. Set it Yo, up. Honestly, like, oh, oh, the only, the only, the only legitimate. No, bro, we boxing, and you boxing hey, listen, a real man. boxer in here. Listen, Kim, Kim could get in there right now and whoop his ass. Hey, I swear. Yo, I, I know. Was it. boxing a young. I was boxing these young dudes. I swear. Tim, I got it. I, I was hitting the hammer. I hit the hammer three minutes, uh, nine yeah, minutes, but I went straight through. Big hammer. I kept doing it. Then I did the ropes. Big ropes, not the skinny ones. Tim, Chris said you still got enough to go go a few rounds with him. Tim, with I say what we do is is we is we we start we start putting it out there on on social media. We'll put it out there on social media. We'll get you saying, yo, Jake Mike, Paul, step in the ring with me. I don't and go nowhere. Yeah, no, you fight Jake Mike, Paul. Mike always starting a fight. I hear you, oh, Mike. Hey, I'm with you. You can get. Hey, right, man. You listen, sure. this is what we no, were talking listen, about. Listen. Being fighting, in shape. Fighting solves everything. This is what we were talking about. Being in shape and skills. I know I got the skills. I got a good defense. I walk straight to him. You'll he, eat his. You'll eat his little overhand right, and then give him a nasty body shot. No, I eat his kids. Ah! Who said that? Who said that? Y'all know that. Who said that? Jason said that. Okay, Mike, you know, the legend said, I'll eat your children. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson has said a like, lot huh? of very interesting I would do it so nice and comfortable. I'll just move out there. As soon as he fired, tighten my defense up. You know, then fire back on him. Keep it. I'll make sure I have a good jab. The overhand right will be there on it, but I'll make sure my jab is good. Just make sure my breathing. You right. That's all. You, you right, uh, champ. You know the old folks used to say, uh, "Youth is wa wasted on." Uh, what is it that um, youth is wasted on the young? Yeah. Right. Right. I'm confused. Being, you know, it's like we should have. What you do? What the the. What we really should have done was age from old to young, right? Okay. We should have started Button off syndrome. old and then ben, got back young, Benjamin right? Button what syndrome. What we know now, yeah. yeah so I mean, uh, I'm I'm. Yo, old or young, I still kick Jake Paul's ass. <laughs> I'm thoroughly <laughs> enjoying this conversation. No, and I thoroughly believe you could kick Jake Paul's ass too. Listen. And you, and even Graham. <laughs> Well, Graham will crush him with his wallet. We listen. Well, have y'all when have y'all gone actually stepped in? You remember you go into a boxing gym and you used to just be able to have a talk with with the with some boxing people, with some elders, some boxing elders, with some people no, they gone. They gone. They Yo, gone the closest, like this. The closest I get no, to that is going to the none barber. None of that anymore. Facts. You know, so we we like. You can tell how often I go. Things. What'd you say, Mike? I said, "Yo, the only time I get that is when I go to the barber, and you can tell how often I go there." You know what I'm saying? Them barbershop talks that y'all be kicking us women's out, but like I like well, you know, on them too. Plus, plus nowadays I don't have four hours right. to get a haircut. Yeah, but you know, like these that. talks, like this is the thing, you know, this is this should be the new thing, you know. This this is the gym talk where we all get together and and and, and yeah, we're gonna talk call the new show chin talk. check. <laughs> and call it the chin check for real, you know, get setting, get everybody on. Oh, here. chin check. Real. Okay, I'm yeah, we get we get on here, we really talk the talk the because chin check. 
It ain't out there no more. I, I walk into the boxing gyms. There's just no there. It's it's not like it used to. They're be. not even boxing gyms anymore. Oh, Brooke, right? They're, They're like cardio. Fit. They're fitness studios. And then you go in. Oh, my God. Listen, listen. Our, when you walk into a boxing gym or any sort of combative sports gym, you should be smelling sweat, B.O., stale carpet, bed bucket, high liniment. I'm gonna tell you which one admin. I'm gonna tell you what I've been. should be flickering. The paint should be chipping off the walls. There should be posters from the super fight from 1992. Oh, you're making me miss home. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what I've been experiencing for the last, I would say, five years. Um, because I've been in training camps a lot, but in the beginning, I was in uh gyms. So when I go to certain gyms, I'm not gonna name the gyms. This there'd be jealousy in there. They like me. But when I start showing skills, they don't like that. Ooh, I see parents. I've had I, see that. Parents, I see parents coming in, like, and they say, "Who's that? That's Tim Witherspoon, right?" And they sit their kids down, but they already got another trainer. And you can see in their faces, say, "Wow, I should have." But then I had to leave from one gym. I ain't gonna say the name. Then I went to another gym. The same thing happened there. That's then what I'm saying. They're blocking us out. What? What? They, what, I'm, what I'm saying? Us. I left. But the people own the place want me to stay, but they have people working there. And so I just, you know, I had to leave. So, so um, now even at the gym, the, the, I, you know, there's stuff happening now that's similar to that. And it's the same thing over and over again. When I be showing skills and, and I'll be just sitting back yeah. and I'll be saying to somebody said, look, I don't know if you should do that or something like that. But yeah. they don't make it. And I, and I was like, wow. I have to get my they own. They do have. Me and Chris well, have look, gone to I'm many gyms. To, I'm, I'm the first one to correct technique. If you're doing it wrong, I don't give a shit. If you're my trainer, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, like, it's true though. Today, wrong, I don't want to be in nobody's corner. I just was. No. I mean, back know? in the day, we I used to go to gym after gym after gym, and I would take all the information I could take from every person at the gym because I wanted all the info. I got give me everything you got. Now, me and Chris will walk into a gym, you know, him being a trainer, me being an ex-fighter, and we try to, like, we see somebody that, like, oh, we know something that they could use, like, to kind of help them out. And then you go over and you show them, or Chris is really good with mitts. He does, like, the Mayweather-style mitts. So he's very phenomenal at mitts. Like, I can't do mitts with anybody else. So everybody always, when they see me do the mitts, they want to do the mitts with him. Well, then all the other trainers or coaches or whatever get pissed. Because they're like, I don't want my fighter working with you. And what you're telling them is wrong. That's not how I train them. Oh, they got the nerve to say that. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I'm dude, like, I know what I'm doing. Though. We're just trying to help. <laughs> We're just trying to give advice and help these fighters. We're not going to stay in like, I'm not coaching nobody. I'm just giving my advice as a former fighter. Like, I see a mistake. You could fix it. Clearly, you're not teaching it. I mean, I've gone in, Brooke, to to, to your too? testament too. I've gone in, and especially because I'm a woman, you know, I'll go in the gym, and it's hard not to. It's hard not to say anything, right? You see, right? It's like I got that. Yes, yeah, like right. I gotta tell them. Like somebody is somebody gonna tell them? Like yeah, I, I gotta tell them. No, I don't. So I don't. I don't. Them why? I just don't what care. What they're I'll doing? You. Why? And what will come that. to them? And next, and all of a sudden. You know, the trainer comes and yeah, the they're trainer like, is telling you what they've done. It's like, okay, boo-boo, con- congratulations. But I got the answer because clearly you ain't know that this person, you know, you sent this this dude out or this brought out to get slumped. Right. 
You know right. what I'm saying? I, I love so when Sugar gets hyped up. They bar you. Right, they do. Y'all like you. Y'all like you. Y'all like you. That fighter will be like, I can't talk to you because my coach said. Oh, joke. Don't yep. do that. You're like, you'll Say come that back again. Next Say that time. again. You're like, Say hey, what's again. going on? And then the fighter will be like, hey, like, I really want to work with you, but like, I can't because my coach told me, like, I can't work with you. You know what? I, real quick, I'm going to make this brief. You know what I told this kid? This is kid. He looked like Manny Pacquiao. He moves like him. He shot, right? And he was scared to talk to me real quick. He walked right by me. So I got his phone number. Shania, plug this phone, this thing in. Okay. Um, and, and, and I told him, if you want to be champ, you gotta, you're not, you, you gotta be able to come. When you come in that gym, speak to everybody, even though that's your trainer, you should be able to speak to anybody because he was putting his head down and avoid me. But he called me yeah. on the phone and said, he called me on the phone and said, wow, I see that stuff. You, can you teach me that? I said, I can't because you already got that guy and you still do. Right. So, you want to step on toes. Right. Yes, so I said, no, but at least speak to me. I said, right. at least say hi to me. That's how right. nervous No, because they want to perpetuate the disrespect. Yes. It's disrespectful. Okay. And these young fighters to... need our advice. Thank you. And I was taught by the elders that you do talk to everybody yes. when you get in the gym. You do talk to everybody. If somebody has something to say, you take it. Right, yeah, every you time may we not go, use it. I'm right back. Every time, it. yeah, every time we would go to other you gyms for sparring, the other coaches oh, would no. give me advice. Chris would give their fighter advice. It was like a mutual thing. Like, hey, appreciate you. Glad you caught that. I missed it. Not anymore. I mean, it's not like, anymore. Uh, these these guys and I mean these trainers are the ones that used to get their ass whooped in school it's or, or the in coaches, the gym. I'm telling you. Right? And then they turn around. Look these people in. don't know no better, and now they have somebody yeah, to talk in. to or tell mm -hmm. what to do, so it feeds their ego. Right? right? Any fighter out here, we are so humble because we know what it is in there. Yeah. We know what right. it is in there. You know what I'm saying? So I, I tell everybody, I tell all the people that I do have, you know, the, the opportunity to talk to, to say, if somebody's telling you, if someone's stopping you from getting information, then they are not looking out for your greater good. No. Right? Because it doesn't hurt to, to hear. It right. doesn't hurt to know. No. Right? It doesn't and hurt you don't to have to take all their advice. You can decide if you want to take the advice or not. But if there's something that works, if there's something that works, I'll use it. If somebody got right. some info and, and if I try and if it works, I'm going to definitely let them keep using it. Right. But nah, not today. Other than the, that, coaches, man, the coaches are jealous. So what are we going to do about it, y'all? That's the thing. Like, we, I mean, we try. We keep trying. Enough. But we haven't come across any coaches lately that. That's going to be going on forever. That's going to be hard to stop. It's yeah, going to be hard to stop, but it's going to, it's really, it's like I said, it's really cheapening the quality of what we have going on out here. You know, it's taking away from our value. Every mm -hmm. last one of us on this, on right on this panel has value because we have authentic box, boxing knowledge, right? <clears throat> then you got Joe Blow who he feel like because he read it in a book. You know what I'm saying? Mike, we can't hear you. Mike, 
Mike, we can't hear you. He's never, yo, know, people who've never hit anybody in the face who've only read about it. Hit yeah, yeah, in there. Have you got people, I, talk about, like, Yo, what, what knows? The fuck you talking about? Those what people. Knows? Right? Yo. I mean, I know what it feel like to get hit. I know what that feels when you get hit, when you get a good shot and the room starts to spin. This is what you do. Let me tell you, this is real. The problem is, the problem is, is that these kids today growing up don't know what it's like to get punched in the face from their actions because of social media. Everybody talks shit on the internet. We talk shit anywhere up front, so well, nobody, you knows can't. What it's like. nobody knows what it's like for physical confrontation. People you can't do it anymore. It on TV. Yeah, you no, can't you can't do, do it, it anymore. anymore. Nowadays, if you even <laughs> like, if you even flick somebody, then they're calm. You can get arrested. You get in charge. Listen, I'll give them a short elbow. Make them too scared to. <laughs> the kids. I, I try just... to tell my kids all the time. Even the schools, they'll call the cops in a heartbeat if you're if the kids get in a fight at school. Cool. It's still gonna take them twenty they're minutes to get there. They're wow. calling more too. Yeah, they take that stuff very seriously. Like they'll report it. I know my kid was in like eight behavioral schools. What? I have to go. I have to do some videos. Oh, he's been punching people out since he was two. Graham, um, I gotta do some. I gotta do some videos critique. Yeah, no we problem. can. We can wrap it up. I mean, yeah. So no, I gotta critique. Oh my some, god! Wow. I gotta critique place. some videos from some guys that never fought. Like they, they just starting then. MMA guys, I gotta you know show them where they feet and nothing like that, nothing like that. You know, how do y'all feel about us or people from our genre or our sport training MMA fighters? Do you think that there's a place for that? Yes, you know, I, I yes, think 100%. they need us bad. They do need us bad because they some they'll be blocking shots like this where we'll just put the punch in front of our face. See, I'll tell, I'll hey, so they'd be blocking like this and stuff like that. Learning boxing first really, really helped me with my martial arts. Well, they need help. And there's a lot of boxers yeah. helping them. It gave me pinpoint accuracy. Yeah. It gave me the ability, like boxing gave me the ability to go in my gym in, in, in a martial arts that demands a lot of shoulder strength because you got to stand like this the whole time, you know, protecting in Muay Thai. Boxing really helped build those shoulders. Yeah. Know? And also, you know, with like, help me with not telegraphing, you know, coming straight out, just turning yeah. it over. No I problem. mean, uh, what we have, uh, it's an art. I, I don't even call it, it's an art, right? Yeah. I think boxing is the, the one of the purest art forms of martial arts, yeah. right? Because we, we, are doing several things at one time and we're using our bodies in what offensively and defensively at the same time. Yeah. And what I see in MMA is either they're on defense or they're on offense, right? They don't give like boxers. We really don't get the credit that we, we deserve. And it's not me tooting our own horn, but we're no, doing it's the little things that y'all don't understand that we do. The things that, you know, yeah. uh, Champ Tim has mentioned where it, it's the little roll. It's the where I put my shoulder up so so the shot can skim instead just put of your hands right here. You That's know all. what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's 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 just the little angles that I've turned. It's it's how I've, I've, I've angled my shot. So your chin goes up so I can slam your head down with okay. the other with the overhead right. right. That's you why, know, yeah, like that. it's always been a known fact that um, 
the MMA fight, I always have told everybody when they ask if an MMA fighter and a boxer fight boxing, who will win? Hands down, boxer every time because you now. hands are better. MMA fighters don't have good enough hands. They need more boxing training. See, that's that's MMA. Your stand-up games aren't as good. Oh, At the end of the MMA. day, you got... No, no, no. Even no, if, I'm even saying if an MMA boxing. comes over to boxing only, yeah, the boxer listen. is going to win every time. Kickboxing, okay. boxing, all of these... When they get tired, when they ask, they don't have tired, hands. When they can't kick no more. Okay, right. okay. Saying? When they uh -huh. Yeah, I'm saying MMA is to boxing, and it's all only boxing. All day. Oh, she has hands, hands. Right. I like that. Jeez. Her hands. <laughs> I kick all day. That's it. Knees, elbows. Yeah, no. Right, but knees, if, you, elbows, like, if you take an MMA star, and they come over and fight just a boxing match, no MMA. Come on, oh, right? mean, I don't get, they're not beating the boxer. Oh, you, because no, no. MMA you, fighters you, don't you have mean, good enough having, hands. Do you mean having an MMA fighter just box? Yes. No, no. They don't yeah. have the hands. They don't have the. They don't have the basic fundamentals. They telegraph yes, every that's single what shot. I'm saying. They don't know. They how don't to have the stance. The they're not yeah. balanced. They don't that's have. They, they don't have the. the they don't have yeah. the ability to turn their hips over properly. They right. don't. It's a whole different fundamental. Like yeah, when I stand in Muay Thai, it's it's what I stand with my said, hips square. Right? It's what the chair yeah. said. The mechanics. Yeah, it's all mechanics. The mechanics is what counts. You got to know how to contract certain muscles so there's pop on certain punches like mm -hmm. people are watching us do it but ain't nobody feeling what we do no you know in there you that, I'll like feel it. <laughs> we, we, got, we got some pops for you some like. tickle your fancy boy honey i told you you can, you, you can beat me up all day uh, all day like are rough get him sug Hey, I'm gonna look forward to um next Friday. I have to do some videos. This was really good. I like this. What My we birthday's doing. coming up. Who's birthday? Early birthday. When's your birthday? 22nd. Oh, oh okay. Uh, 20. You were, okay. Nine days. February 22nd. Nine days. January 22nd. Nine days. Oh, January. You thought we were in February already, Tim? Huh? You Slow thought down. we were in the shortest yeah. month already, eh? <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's he great. already in February. No. Ram, y'all quit Please. Please. Enjoying the conversation. But I'll, I, I will put in two cents with respect to a comment that was made earlier and that is uh -oh. Oh, uh, yeah. one, one of the issues that boxing faces right now are the exclusive deals that their uh, managers are making with pay-per-view broadcasters mm. so for example certain fighters cannot fight uh, each other simply because they have two different their managers are tied to two different broadcasters so yeah. so the the pay-per-view uh, numbers right now don't make sense uh, and and quite frankly, I think the zone just announced they lost another 1.2 billion dollars last year. <laughs> so, so you know, I mean, it's it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. But I mean, this is this is something, you said something in, billion. Well, yes, they, sir. They, they had to they billion. had to tell they tell, they had to tell Eddie to uh, you know pull the reins back a little bit on that spending too. Oh my gosh, I, like I'm a hurt if I'm a hurt if they overcharge me two dollars at the grocery store. Mark my words. Mark my words. <laughs> Dubai, Dubai okay, is going to be the future hotbed of boxing. Dubai, they're going to be the oh, future. God. 
They got the money for it, man. The guy in the nosebleed will pay a million dollars a seat. Who, but this is it. Boxing was always, has always been the poor man's sport, right? So now you got to be rich to box. Now you, now your ass got to be, you got to have enough money behind you to fly you over to Dubai to go fight. Let's just hope that they build a proper, uh, proper stadium, you know, that's not open to the elements and humidity so that these boxers can actually, um, you know, survive in there. That'd be great. But they do, they got the money. Hey, if they can build an island out of sand and charge $90 million for a 2,000 square foot home, they can damn well build a new boxing facility that totally and completely trumps anything else in the world. I, I think it starts with us, though. Like, we got to, oh, we have to be me. able to have, you know, uh, the places that, you know, get back on the block and build these you know, build these fighters from ground up. Like, ain't nobody going to make it to Dubai if if we don't have the the, the knowledge, you know, the, the people that's going to develop these fighters properly to, to be entertaining and to get over there. You know, I, like I said, I've seen, there's just so much talent. Okay, watch, not this, seeing... watch this. If they offered you $10 million a year to come over there and start training their infrastructure, would you do it? If they I offered would. me ten million yeah. dollars to go they, they, they over could, there, they can pay for whatever they want. If they want to bring over people to build up some great fighters, great infrastructure over there, they'll pay. But it. how many people is on Dubai? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. I'm Dubai, talking about, Dubai I'm talking about little day day, little day day. <laughs> That being at that be down at the bottom, <laughs> like an asshole. <laughs> how, how they gonna make it to Dubai? You know what I'm They'll saying? They'll pay to get you there, girl. They're going to pay for it. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the kid. Yo, if I they can build kid. an indoor ski hill. That's what I'm saying. I was that kid that couldn't afford shit. My mama, like, I ended up. Yeah, we better do something. We better you know, do something like, over here. We, we, yeah. What are those? What? That's where the best of 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 us came Come from. from. You right. know, that the trenches, the gutter. Like what happened to that? Where's that gonna end up? You know what I'm saying? Right. This is not a rich boxing was never a rich person sport. It it was. I mean, me and Brooke, like Brooke, I don't know how All much part of the travelers. it costs as a mom or as a parent to put even put your child in extracurricular activities. Oh, it's a, it's a but lot. But that shit is an arm and a leg. Yeah. I know, but you know, boxing was down. You know, we could run down to the wreck. Find and a couple you, of gloves you know, and you put can them on. Get on a bag. Yeah, you know stuff like that. Absolutely. Get my battery. I'll be back. <laughs> Brooke, I think, I think Brooke, Brooke, when you when you won your green belt, did you walk around your house naked wearing it? <laughs> hey, you had to ask. Yo, you had to ask. You're going to stay, stay on because I gotta I gotta get ready to go. No, we have to get yeah, going. We're gonna wrap it up. That's fine. I yeah, I don't know. I don't. Let's try it. I don't remember. Brooke, your secret safe with me. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? Mike, Mike being the bad boy. <laughs> you, you know, you know, Tim did. You know, you know, you know, Tim fully did that. Tim fully wore his naked around the house for sure. Oh my gosh! And you know, Tim had abs and all Speaking of taking naked photos with the belt, I'm almost 99% sure that um, Rick Ramos took a photo. Girl, stop it. (laughs) You know. (laughs) 
with you all of Jessica skills. She was like, she, you know, she walked in the room like. <laughs> Do you, you, you know the photo I'm talking about? Some damn clothes on. Do you know the photo I'm talking about? Girl, no. Oh, with him, with all the um, Jessica's belts. belts. But I think wasn't there one where he had? I, I could have swore I remember there was one like with just him with like all the belts. Yes, I know that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, girl, I'd have snatched all them shits off of him. Like that's. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> you're walking I'm around with my belt. On. Face, wearing my belt. <laughs> The only time Chris ever had my belt was when he was carrying it in the ring walk to the ring. <laughs> that was it. No, I'd be wearing that shit to answer my door for pizza. Huh? Yeah, but uh, Ding dong. Listen, speaking of, you, my food is here. That's if you won the belt, right? Yeah, this yeah. man is out here. Trust me, and I'd be giving I'd be, I'd, I'd be telling him straight up. I'm like, yo, here's your belt. tip. If you work hard, you can get one of these. He's wearing she my gonna let belt. him put. She let him, and she don't have nothing. She'll never have anything to say. That's my whole piece about it. You know, you got Timmy, got the belts back there. You got you got your belts back there. She, how you gonna be in a picture? So you let somebody pose with all your belts in the picture, right? That just means he paid for them shits. That's why he's wearing them. He's a poser. Right. She ain't. If you believe that you fought and you worked hard for them damn bells, I listen. I don't play about my. I don't play hey, about my stuff. Hey, do you now. mind if I take a picture uh, with your belt so I can show it to some girls? Right. I do. Um, I have had people ask me if they could take a photo. <clears throat> of them. Yeah, you, you. Did you tell them that they have to fight you for it? <laughs> no, I'm just like, hey, do you? Hey, can I can I hold your belt? Yeah, after you beat me. I mean, that's one thing. That's well, one literally, thing. I'd, you know, I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd have belt, that but... thing. I'd have that thing hung up over my couch, and anybody who came over could challenge me at any single time they wanted to, and I would Ooh. duke you out in my living room. Oh, that sounds yeah. fun. It is. It is. We used to do it all the time as young kids. <laughs> I'm gonna get going. All yeah, right, y'all. We got fights it's to watch, to man. Thank you. Again. Again. I hope we do this again. Come on, we gotta go watch Kim Claval. Let's right. do it again. Right. We will. We do it every Friday. Next Friday, y'all be ready. Every Friday. Every Friday. All right. See you, Kim. See you, We got two beautiful right, women right, on the show. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye. All right, Talking Fight fans, thanks for tuning in to this wonderful two-hour episode of Talking Fight Friday Night Panel with yours truly, Mike, and my man, Graham, and today's special guest, Brooke and Sugar. Let's go. You know what it is. We're going to work so you guys don't have to. We'll see you on Sunday. You know what it is. Peace.